Good evening, everyone. Evan Lee Raymer here with you with another edition of the Evan Lee Raymer Show here on Sunday night. We've got a very special guest with us tonight. We have Miss Morgan Woodbury, who is running for state congressional office in the 49th district. Let's put her on. Morgan, how are you doing? Hey, Ed, I'm well. How are you? Good. This is your very first time ever on live radio. It is. How do you like it so far? <laughs> I'm liking it. It's a lot. Turn this around so I can see you. There we go. Yeah. I like it. It's a lot going on. Definitely a nice little setup. How did you get into this? Did you just, did someone come after you to do this? Or did you just decide to do it on your own or what? Um, so I'm a social worker, social policy is right. what I like to do. And uh, so Kathy, um, she is the chair at the Democratic Kathy Watts. Yes. Yep. She reached out to me um, and me. she was kind of looking for people who were invested and wanted to come step up and be a part of making change. So I definitely hopped on board. Kathy's one of the best. She is. She really is. She's one of the best. Uh, we're going to get into what you're doing here and everything. We're glad to have you with us. I see you have uh, uh, Alexa. Uh, she's handcuffed to the desk, so you drug her <laughs> in here for some, some guess, moral support. So Yeah, yeah. She owes me that. <laughs> All right. Let's get started. But for right now, my name is Evan Lee Raymer, and yes, I am still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. On your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS, Murfreesboro. And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Edmund Lee Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM. 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, you can reach us tonight. You can reach Morgan with your questions, comments, or ideas at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. You can also text, uh, send us a text to that number, and our producer on the board, Jackson, will be glad to read it over the air for those of you who do not wish to be heard live on the air, and we certainly understand that. Now... As you know, you can also listen to us live via the internet at WGNSRadio.com. That's WGNSRadio.com. And you can see Morgan's beautiful face on Facebook right now at the Evan Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. And you can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. I had a brief uh, talk with Angela Bingham tonight. She's had her show. I didn't get to hear it. I didn't get to see it. I think you all were talking to her. She's come in. Yeah. And she's a good gal. She's been going at that a little over four years, I think. And she does a great job with uh, Simplicity. And I, we really support her. And we thank her for her support of this broadcast. Okay. Morgan Woodbury. Um, where are you from? How did you get here? How long have you been? You moved here, you said, I think in the first grade, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so I moved from Oklahoma. Um, my mom had a job opportunity. So I've right. been living here since first grade. I started off at Cedar Grove. And I finished up at MTSU. Okay, so you're 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 Tennessee gal then, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're speci- you're 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 doing fraud work. Financial fraud is one of your jobs you're doing right now. Yes. Tell me about your background, your educational background, for the voters so they'll know. 
Yeah, so um, I have two degrees in social work. Um, that's my bread and butter. But I also have a career background in finance. So currently, I am a fraud analyst. Um, so I'm all about the numbers as well. Right. Okay. All right. So what do you want to do if you get this job? Now, you're running against uh, Mike Sparks, I believe. Yeah, Mike's in the 49th. And have they cut that district up? In, in recent since all this I, I because I don't know right um so a big part of Rutherford County everybody knows is Lake Forest um sure so is that part of your you're not that's not part of your not anymore not that's anymore not part of the 49th district I believe that's considered to be a part of the new district um, I believe yeah, yeah so okay but the rest of Laverne the rest of Smyrna that is all a part of my district all the way up until Murfreesboro all right and then you run all the way down to Laverne to the railroad tracks uh, at uh, CVS Pharmacy, I believe, somewhere down in there. You yeah, said? Murfreesboro Road, right before you get to Lake Forest over in that area. Okay, all right. Um, you have an idea of how many voters you've got in, in that area? How many registered voters you have? Do you know yet? Yeah, I've been looking at the numbers, and I know that I need about 20,000 newly registered voters or people that have not voted in the past. Right. So um, over there, I think we have a good 14,000, 15,000 that are registered right. and that have been yeah. voting. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've been pretty active. Mm-hmm. Pretty active. Okay. Um, what do you want to do if you win? I want to do a lot. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to okay. do a lot. But I'll start with the simple stuff. Sure. Um, my biggest thing is making laws that care about people. I feel like the laws that have been enacted or supported are not considering yeah. everybody. Uh, so that's my biggest thing is I want to make sure that I have laws that care and that consider everybody um, and just pushing more resources so that we can be successful as individuals. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we have tried to thank you. I was That's what I was looking for was my clock. <laughs> Um, you know elected office is not like it used to be a lot of people you know oh well it's all crooked and you've got to be you must be a crook or you wouldn't be running all that and that's not the case at all it's not i mean what made you want to do this just seeing people hurting you know i'm i work I work hard, right. you know, and as you mentioned, my cousin Alexis is here with me right. and she has a special needs son and we work triple time to make sure that as a family, there's a village. So I know that if we're right. experiencing that struggle, everyone else is as well. Right. And so I just, as I said earlier, I feel like everyone should be considered when we're talking about making laws. I think you're right. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we've seen uh, over the last Really, the last 10 or 12 years, we've seen a deterioration of that. It's been sort of the me group, you know. That's, you know, it's all about my me and my stuff. Well, that's not really the case, you know. And uh, now, what are your events you've got coming up? Has Kathy got something? Y'all got something going on? I mean, I, I know because you got to go to the country ham breakfast. And you <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, you got to do all that. 
Yeah, I went to the Country Ham Breakfast. Um, this week in particular, we are actually the next few months. We are scheduled sure. to go together. We've been supporting other campaigns, other candidates, uh, city commissions, all of that. We've been going together and right. door knocking. Um, so we're going to be continuing to do that and um, recruiting volunteers for that. Uh, I know Saturday I'm specifically going to be at the Touch a Truck event in Smyrna. So definitely come out and support guys. Now, what's that going to be? Is that a, like a car show or something? Kind of. It's like something specifically for kids that have sensory issues like a kid with autism. Right. Okay. So uh, I'm going to take Makai. He loves to trucks in general so it'll be really cool for them to actually go and see and touch a fire truck or a big oh, rig yeah. or yeah. a cement truck or something like that yeah my brother's a fireman he's a lieutenant fireman over at franklin tennessee and then the fire truck is always a big draw with the kids especially these trucks today because they're million and a half two million bucks i mean they're not <laughs> yeah. you know they're not uh, they're, they're they're not a toy you right, know right. and uh they wash them just about every day because it's one massive investment you know it's uh, it's gigantic, especially and then now as you get into the ladder trucks and the booms and all that, which in bigger cities you you you've got to have, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, hopefully you don't have to use them, but uh, someday may come you do. But uh, yeah, that sounds like that sounds like these kids will have a blast with that, you know. Because I always, I, believe it or not, I always like that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know. Okay, I'll tell you what, Jackson. Let's go to our first series of breaks, okay? And uh, you can reach Morgan tonight at 615-893-1450. And I'm Ed Raymer with the Heavenly Raymer Show. Stay with us. We'll be back right after this. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com. FamilyLegal.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, 
or if you need someone full of fledged follow. He's pretty good as far as some jobs. I know the uh, project of West Tennessee is going to be several years out as far as in terms of getting it done in jobs. Um, I, I, when I was reading about it, and uh, they were the people that were living over there were saying they that they couldn't last too much longer with I guess the size of their community, and then they said that um, once the plant gets built, it won't be the same again. Kind of like um, Emily, what you were talking about when they announced you were talking about that it was going to be another Nissan, and it would uh, change the that area of the state and uh, everything. But just what she thinks about the, the economic parts of the state, and there's other issues too that the state has to face with the I know all the gun violence going on and you know and things like that and uh, I, I, and, uh, I know the Tennessee just passed I think it's last year they passed a deal where you don't have to have a permit to carry a gun so yeah. I just wonder to talk yeah. about that a little bit and I'll hang up and listen I enjoy your show thank you Jeff thank you so much good supporter of this broadcast and uh, Morgan we have got some problems in, in, the, in the nation and uh, the gun thing did happen it happened at Riverdale a couple weeks ago um one man was one one boy killed, I believe. Yeah. Another one seriously, another one seriously injured. Um, um, your feelings? I mean, because there's nowhere to start with that. It's just yeah. a terrible situation. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna jump in strong. Sure. And we've got to start taking responsibility. A lot of people have been talking about the mental health aspect of it, and that is true. But the fact of the matter is we make it so easily accessible. I know. Yeah, there's no doubt a person walks in and starts shooting. They've got a mental problem. I don't, I've always I've said that all my life. So, you know, he's got a mental problem. Right. You so know. that comes back to resources, though. And so, like I said, I think one or two things. Either we're going to make it harder for people to get access to guns or make people that do have access to guns responsible to have gun insurance. Right. Yeah. It needs to be something done. There's got to be stricter laws about access. I think that we need to do something, so something sorts of like making it so that you have to submit fingerprints, ballistics. If you have good intentions, you should be able to sure. follow those good intentions with good action, right? Sure. So that's what I'm looking for. And I know a lot of people are not going to be happy about that, but what I'm not happy about is the amount of deaths due to gun violence. It's it's unbelievable. It's, it's you know, and when I was a child coming up, this was unheard of. Yeah. Of course, that's been many moons ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> I do understand but, that. I mean, uh it, I mean, it's it's common sense to me. You know, uh, my son and I, we own a lot of guns, okay? Yeah. We have a farm in Kentucky. It's just hills and hollows. Lots of deer, lots of turkey, okay? That's it. Uh, perfect for shotguns. Uh, our son has a couple of thirty caliber rifles. A thirty caliber rifle is a massive weapon, okay? But they're all bolt action, so they're not semi-automatic. Uh, we've got a number of pistols. We do not own a semi-automatic rifle like that. The yeah. AR-type, you know, assault rifle. Yeah. Military-grade. Right. Right. Why? Because we don't have a need for it. Yeah, I agree. You know, some white kid walks in and starts... and It's always a white male. Yeah. It's always... I mean, I, I've never seen anything like this. I don't know what it is about these young guys. I don't know. I mean... So I think there's two ways to deal with that. First thing I think is, why do we not have more access to <coughs> counselors, social workers, or people who know how to identify and de-escalate within the schools? Teachers are busy, and their ratio is like, what, 1 to 30? Oh, yeah. So it's there's like, no... Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. There's no way an individual teacher is able to deal or identify with real signs of depression, real signs right. of mental break, 
And so one of the things that I really, really support is getting more social workers and more counselors in school, not just for the students, but for the teachers as well. Exactly. Right. I mean, I look back and they talk about, you know, the teachers ought to have guns. I look back at my time and I can think of maybe one or two teachers that I would have said, sure, you know, he can, a couple of guys, uh, Mike Crow was one of them and uh, uh, Mike Duncan was the other. And they were sports and, you know, they were just guys, you know. They're really about the only two that I could picture wearing a pistol walking down the hall. I had none of my female teachers, get the thing out of here. I don't want that in here. Yeah. I have none of them that I know that would really, you know, they weren't against guns. They just, you know, the school's not a place. School's supposed to be a a happy, safe place. place. Yeah. And we're not providing that. No, not at all. And we're going to have to secure these buildings. And how that kid walked in, and now I will say this, because I own private investigations in Middle Tennessee, I do background checks. I do understand on this last one, he was only 18. A background check would not have helped. I understand that. You know, I get it, okay? But on most of them, to buy those guns, basically, I would I would want a background. I was, you know, I went to buy my son, our son, a pistol uh, for Christmas. It was several years ago. And, I th- and so I went early before Christmas, you know, before Christmas Eve. And I said, okay, because I'll, I'll probably have to wait at least a week. To before they can sell it to me and I'll get it paid for in a paperwork process. No, you can buy it and walk out of there right now. Yeah, there's no. Limit I had either. no idea. I thought I'd have a waiting period of maybe three or four days. So they did a background check or whatever. No, no, there's no waiting no. period either. And so my question is, why are we allowing 18 year olds to make certain decisions like such? They are not fully grown. A lot of them are still in high school exactly. and have never experienced life. So the second they feel anything emotional, they're acting on it. Pull a trigger. Precisely. Yeah. I mean, the kid, he's 18 years old. He can't even buy a beer. But he can, can go in and buy a weapon and kill all those children. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I, one comedian, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel, said, I have to have a license to fish. Yeah. I mean, I have to have a license to kill a deer. Yeah. To kill a rabbit. If whatever I, to, to hunt wild turkey. Yeah. Oh, you got to, for wild turkey, you got to have a special <laughs> license to hunt. I mean, because they, they really beef it up in Kentucky. And I know they do in Tennessee as well, but our, our farm's in Kentucky. Okay. I don't, I don't get it. I would not object to being required to have insurance for, or, or, or a license or something. Yeah. Some type of paperwork, you know. I would take it a step further. Why aren't we having, if you're buying a hunting weapon, provide a hunting license. If you have sure. to have a military-grade item or weapon, then you should be providing some kind of background that lets me know that you've had training, that you're in the mental state to deal with this, and that if something happens, we can come back and say, well, they were trained. They provided their That's right fine. documentation. Yeah. But if a regular civilian, I don't understand what is the drive or what is the need for these large weapons when in an emergency, a handgun's a quicker response time anyway. Yeah, I it is, you know, we, um, I tell uh, all the boys that are going up there because none of the girls hunt, our family, uh, <laughs> it's all, all the boys. And I tell them, uh, we've got a coyote problem up in Kentucky and most yeah. farmers will, will have that, you know. And, uh, and I tell the boys when they go out, take a handgun with you. Okay, even though you've got your 30 calibers or whatever you're shooting, 308, whatever it is, but take a handgun because you may run up 
on a pack of those coyotes out there, and you may have to scatter them. Yeah. And you're exactly right. That handgun's a lot quicker, and take you some extra ammo with you, okay? Because what? You may have to have it for that because they're up there. Okay, yeah. and you can hear them. You don't believe it? Go out there and some night you can hear them howling. <laughs> Used to bother my our mother. Our mother never did like that, you know. Yeah. And because our youngest brother liked to camp out. <clears throat> Excuse me. And but she oh I don't know no those coyotes. Of course, generally they will stay away from you. They won't come around. But you never know when you might run up on them. We ran up on many of them out there deer hunting. You know, and I have a have one of our ATVs and one of you know all of them run up on a deer. And, or, and, and here comes a coyote. So, um, yeah, I mean, I have to have a license to catch a fish out of our own pond. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same with insurance. We have insurance for everything. You have health insurance, dental insurance, eye insurance, car insurance, life insurance. Why are we not making it a recommendation for people to have gun insurance? Yeah, I know. All right, we could do like Chris Rock said. <laughs> Go ahead and give away the guns. Just charge like five thousand dollars a bullet. Okay, right. <laughs> then we have another problem. <laughs> charge five thousand. You know, and I'm like, you know, uh, I think he said uh, uh, Jim Jeffries from uh, Australia. He's on YouTube. You can look him up, and he's funny. And he does about a ten minute segment on this gun thing. And he's he doesn't like guns. Okay, he said. Now I get it. He said I'm Australian. I'm from Australia here, here in the U.S. You got two different countries. I totally get it. It's two different cultures. It's a whole different world. I understand. Said, but <clears throat> you know, why do you need AR-15s? You know, well, I need it for personal protection. You know, well, okay. What do you? Well, and they say, well, I lock my guns in a safe. Then they're not going to be for personal protection. That is, that is premeditation. It is yeah. not protection. That is premeditation. Yeah. I, I mean, it's the craziest mess you ever. None of their arguments hold up. Not they don't. And these politicians, I looked up some numbers from these. These politicians have been on the take from the NRA, and it is unbelievable. I mean, I mean, they're it's in the millions of dollars. Marco Rubio has has, has been given. It's, it's like like ten million dollars, I believe. I stand corrected on that. Okay, right. But I mean, it's in the millions. Yeah. That they're giving their campaigns. Okay. Yeah. Um. I've gotten a few things uh, as far as reaching out and sponsorships and things like that. But for me, it is such an important topic. It is so important, and too many people have lost their lives, whether it is to gun violence in the street or in the schools you know it's just it's an issue and like i said if we're making laws that care about everyone not just for the top few or those people that have specific interests then we can come together and see that leisure to guns and access to guns is not in the interest of everyone well and i you know and i understand this um you know what what our problem with a lot of these politicians is you've got 50 senators basically that are holding this country hostage you've got like 80 or 90 percent of the people that say we need background checks we got 80 or 90 percent of the people that say you know we need to raise raise the age to at least 21 right you know the kid can't even buy a six-pack of beer don't think he can buy cigarettes either. I don't think he can. No, you've got to be 18. No, you've got to be 21 to buy tobacco products. You have to be 21 now? Yeah. Really? 
Yeah, so again, we all understand that this is immature. He's not completely developed at the brain, and uh-huh. we're allowing them to go out and make emotional, permanent decisions. Yeah. Oh, my wife is still waiting on me to mature. <laughs> 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 Most guys, <laughs> we're not much on the maturity department. I mean, she's, bless her heart, she's waited 40 years for me to, <laughs> to grow up, but it's just not going to happen, I'm afraid, you know? <laughs> right. I but, understand. But no, you're right. Yeah. I mean, and you do have a lot of young men that are in school still at, at, at age 18, yeah. you know. And uh, But what I was going to say, I had a good friend of mine, and he didn't mean this the way it sounded. I want to preface that, and I'm not going to state his name here. So I'll tell you what. So you let it happen to one of those politicians, kids. It'll be a complete It would be a whole different ballgame. Now, I'm not sitting here wishing bad luck on anyone, and certainly on, on, on any of our children. I don't mean that. Right. But the man is exactly right. Right. But yeah. it shouldn't take a tragedy for someone of high it power shouldn't. for us to yeah. be starting to consider what's happening. We scream the children, the children all the time, but what are we actually doing that is beneficial in their safety and their education and their mental health? Right. Yeah. And, the you know, the, the design of schools is going to have to be looked at. It's going to have to be, and you can do this without having to tear the whole building down. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to secure these buildings better than what you do. Now, I think most most doors, if not all of them, are required to have what they call panic hardware. Yeah. What that means is when you hit the lever to go out, you it, it goes out, but it will not open from the in, from, from the, the outside. outside. Right. How that kid got in there, and he was shooting at the school before he ever before he ever went in. He was laying out in the ditch shooting at school. Yeah. Did anyone not get the message? Uh, I read the article, and okay. per, per my memory, um, and again, correct me if I'm wrong. Right. Um, he, the teacher, did not know. She didn't get the notice, and so she had her door cracked or open for whatever reason, and so that right. was how he was able to get in there. From my understanding of the article I read. But I'm talking about the main exterior, or to get into the, the bulk of the building, into just to first get into the get into the campus itself. Yeah. So I know a lot of the schools in Rutherford County, what they have is like this little, I'll, I'll call it like a little a ring doorbell to the extreme. Right. Okay. <laughs> so you have to click yeah. on the thing, you put your license up there, and you walk in. The issue with that is no one's there to search you. They can't see what's on right. your entire body. Yeah. And once you once they unlock that door, you're in the school. There's no SRO there to greet you. There's no metal detector yeah. for you to walk through. And these right. are guests of the school. So it still puts the kids in danger. I am in favor. And I, I know this is a terrible way to do, to do things. But I am in favor of putting a fence around the entire campus. I don't see what's the issue. I with mean, it. and here's the thing. I know. I told my wife and I were talking about it. We've talked a lot about this since this last shooting, this terrible shooting in Texas. Right. This has really bothered me. For the first time, I like this thing is really. I mean, I've lived through Sandy. We all have Sandy Hook and yeah. uh, all the all the others, and there's so many I can't even remember them now. I just start to run together. But you know, I said, "Honey, our kids are out of school," and I told you our kids are older. They're adults. We have no business going to a school tomorrow to visit if you're in session we which they're not right now i don't think but my wife and i have no business being over there none at all there's a lot of people have no business being in a school period agreed unless you are invited if you're going to do you know jackson's works the radio stage if he's going to go over and do a 
career day or, <coughs> career day or whatever, fine. You know, that's, that's fine. We all know that. Exceptions to everything. But, I mean, from the minute uh, anymore, and I used to get all, you know, bummed up with, you know, my rights being violated and all that, but not anymore. Yeah. I mean, when I hit that school ground, that's county property, and I'm subject to their rules. Yeah. It's that simple. And... But you we know. saw that people didn't, they don't feel that way. I mean, look at the mask situation. That was a great example of people not respecting the safety. We mm-hmm. all have to do things we don't want to do. Right? That's exactly right. I don't want a large portion of my taxes to be taken out of my check. But sure. I know that that's my, that is my, contri- my contribution into society. Right. So my thing is, when you have a child that is at a public school, it's not just your child. We have to consider everyone's child in the in the matter. And right. I think that people have a, a hard time doing that. You know, they're so focused on their child. They're so focused on yeah. their child. Right. Yeah. But we have to. I mean, and and you know, that's one thing I've said about that for us. Okay, we have a phone call. Caller, hang on. We'll get you on here in just a minute. Our children are grown. But we try, my wife and I try to never forget what that was like, raising children. Yeah. Because in this day and time, it's a whole different ballgame what y'all are facing versus what we face. Yeah. I mean, one word one word alone, fentanyl. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> right. You That's know, another great. story. Then. Caller, go ahead. You're on the air, please. Oh, thank you. I had a question for Morgan, and uh, we've met before. My name's Chuck, and I'm on a crusade to lower the speed limit and Rutherford County to 25 miles an hour. And I've uh, been trying to get uh, my representative, Mike Sparks, to talk to me for a year and a half since my son was uh, murdered on Halloween night. And I was wanting to see uh, what we could get done with going with that for changing Rutherford County over 25 miles an hour. And I'm, of course, down for it. I think it should be a state law. That's something where I say law should care. Why is that not an already a law? We know that in residential neighborhoods, kids are playing. We know they're going to be trick-or-treating, Easter hunting, whatever the fact may be. Right. And yeah. I believe, if memory serves me correct, a large portion or of the neighborhoods in Rutherford County, the speed limit is over 30. That's pretty yeah. fast to be driving. Now, when I'm sorry. You, sir, your name is Chuck. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, let me add, now you're talking about 25 mile in a residential community, correct? Yes, sir. Yes. Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. You know, I don't even know what the speed limit is. We're out in the Stevens Bend area. I, I'm guessing it's around 30. I don't know. Most of them are. Well, the, yeah, it's over 30 miles an hour in Rutherford County. It's it, Most roads are 40 miles an hour, depending on where you're at. Now, Chuck, let me, yeah. let me ask you, what, uh, what, how your son was out trick-or-treating, is that right? He was out with his friends and right. uh, a woman who was distracted and speeding. She was going 43, according to the police recon- reconstruction, and mm-hmm. 35, and, when she, and she hit him at 620 on Holloway night. And so, yeah, I'm I've sorry, done a number yeah. of the, you know, TV interviews and newspaper interviews and different things. I've been going out to community meeting people and trying to convert people over to what, you know, my way of thinking. I would not have a problem with it. I mean, you know, I've heard these people say, some of these, these drivers, there is no limit to speed. Oh, yes, there is. Yeah. And when you're in a residential area, it can happen before you can blink your eye. Chuck, I'm so sorry for the loss of your son, and um, I think that's a reasonable request. 
I again don't know why that's not already a law. Yeah, I can. I I could go for that. Yeah, or sure. even take it a step further. Put those speed bumps in there so that we can ensure they're slowing yeah, down. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. You know, Chuck, do you have anything else, sir? Uh, no, that was it. But thank you for your time. Thank you for your call. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Chuck. Best of luck to you. Thank you, boy. Boy, I'll tell you. Uh, no, that I think that's a reasonable, very reasonable request. Yeah, it's very disheartening to see that. I believe Chuck said he tried to reach out to our current rep, and it's really disheartening to see that. A, a child losing their life isn't a reason for us to make a change. I know. I I don't know. How do you turn the blind eye to that? I could. I I I couldn't. I first heard Chuck's story at a school board meeting, and right. he spoke, and I I was on the verge of tears. I'm like, how is this man speaking so strongly in front of all these sure. people right. about something you know so near and dear to my heart, and it's not even someone I know. Right. Yep. And so um, I did a little more research, and, and I asked him, I said, well, did you go to our current rep? And he said, I've been trying. I haven't been able to get him on the phone for a year. And I just was, like, shocked by that, you know? Now, in all fairness to Mike, let me ask you, is would this be an area for a representative, or would it be an area for local politics? I believe both. Uh, and okay. so the reason I say both is because as a rep, you can go out and do advocating and right. things like that. Right. I see what you're saying. Right. right. Uh, now, statewide, we can really only vote on like the state highways and things like that. But there's nothing wrong with making that a state law or pushing that out for everyone to be able to do that. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I don't even know what the speed limit is in my neighborhood. Yeah. I have no idea. A lot of the back roads in Tennessee don't have speed limits either, so people are just interpreting them as whatever they, you know, whatever they feel. We're going to take a break right now. Morgan Woodbury, thank you for your calls tonight. Uh, Chuck, thank you for your call. Um, uh, Man who's been through a great deal of pain for that situation. Uh, Morgan Woodbury is here. She's running for Congress in the 49th Congressional District, which is Laverne, Smyrna, down in that area down there. And... I'm Ed Reimer. We'll be back. We were going to take just a small break here. Be back with you in just a couple of minutes. Stay with us. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough familylegal.com Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. 
They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. And we are back with Morgan Woodbury, who's running for congressional seat down in 49th District. And we've got a caller on the line. Caller, please go right ahead. Hello. Hello. Yes. Thank, can, can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. Thank you for taking my call and being able to pass through. I am State Representative Vincent Dixie, and I represent District 54 in Davidson County. Yes. And I'm also, I'm also the chairman of the House Democratic Caucus. And um, I just wanted to call and show my support for Morgan Ms. Woodbury. I think she's doing a great job, an amazing job, and she'll be a great addition to our team. And um, I, I was listening to Chuck before, and Chuck is a great example of there may not be something that we can do on a state level because it is a municipal I- issue, but there's an opportunity of why, where you have to care and that the council person and the state representative, we have to be teams. We have to be a team. Right, we right. represent everyone. We just can't just have state issues, but there's sometimes we can use our influence to change laws. And this is an opportunity where, and I think I've talked with Chuck before. I think we've emailed before. Right. Um, so uh, you know, I want to try to help him as much as I can. But it also is helpful to have a partner. You know, we have to have a partnership. So I think that Miss Woodbury would be a great addition to the team. I think there's so many um, issues that we're facing in this country right now that we need level-headed people to just take care of kitchen table issues right you know, we want to exactly. focus on how how do we make how do we make sure people have money to pay their bills how do we make sure they have enough food on their table and a roof over their head and if they get sick then go see a doctor without being financially ruined so i won't take over the show but i just want to no you go right ahead sir you're perfect yeah, all right i just want to show my support from miss woodbury i think she's doing an amazing job she's out there working she's knocking on doors and this, that's what it's going right. to take. And I think it's that kind of roll up your sleeve, work ethic, what Rutherford County needs right now. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And I know Morgan does. Morgan? Yeah, thanks, Vincent. I appreciate that. Thank well, you so much. We've got another caller coming in. Uh, is that for us? Yeah. Okay. Hold on, caller. We'll get you on the air here. We've got our producer's got a lot of things going on right now. <laughs> We're lighting the boards up. Go ahead. Hello. Call. Hello. Hello, yeah. Go right ahead. Yeah, my name is Mike, and I'm calling. I've got a couple of things I'd like to uh, ask questions about. Please. But I also want to say that, uh, Morgan, you're doing a wonderful job, and I think that the fresh new energy uh, in politics uh, is good, and you bring that. Uh, one of the things that I did want to ask and address is, um, this, again, piggybacking on the gun violence situation in the gun violence situation you all have stated it's geared about money 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 right okay if we make a law where they're not allowed to contribute to politicians campaign funds what you'll find out is that the politicians will then be able to be true in their uh, opinion and true in their uh, admiration to do what's right. So I think if we start attacking it from the point of 
who's donating the money and where it's coming from and the purpose of why they're contributing it. See, if I put my money in, I don't have as much power as the NRA. The NRA is a huge organization. Yes, it if is. They're putting millions and millions of dollars behind what they want to do. Politicians are more apt to do what they want, what they're asking them to do, right, wrong, or indifferent. Okay, sure. and I'm stopping short of calling this racism because, right. again, if you go back and do your research on the Jer- uh, January 9th uh, insurrection, I mean January 6th Six. insurrection, yes, sir. What you'll find out is many of those people. We're NRA uh, supporters. Oh, yeah. Uh, members. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're proud if, of it. They're proud of it. Right. And if they're able to, uh, uh, number one, dictate the gun laws, then number two, be able to uh, 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 storm the United States Capitol right. and have a blueprint map for whose office is what. And none of, and only one person got shot and killed. Yeah, you know I got an issue with that. And again, we got to stop accepting money for, for in order to do business. You're exactly right. I agree wholeheartedly high, with you. Yeah, the, I mean that's high stakes drug dealing, in my opinion. That's high stakes drug dealing. Yeah. You're getting on the right track. Yeah, I mean it's it's and it affects everyone. Because I'm talking about, I looked at this. I'm sorry, what's your name, sir? I didn't get your name. Mike. Mike. Mike, Mike I looked at these, these numbers of, of like the top ten senators. It's in the tens of millions of dollars they've been given over over years. Right. Not all at one time. So they feed them pretty healthy. Yeah. You know, the NRA does. Yeah. They're taken good care of. Yeah. If now, you look at it in the sense of drug dealing and prostitution, that's what it is at a high level. Yeah. Yeah, so I I agree to a certain extent. I think that there does that, that corruption, cover-ups, and favors are very thin lines. Um, and I think that when we're talking about who's supporting, I think again we need to make sure that we are making that inclusive, making sure that the support we get and give is all inclusive because not just the NRA contributes to this economy. We all contribute. Sure. Yeah, and we contribute collectively a whole lot more than the NRA. That's all okay? I'm saying, right? Mike, thank I you thank you for for, thank you for your call. We appreciate it. Some good points brought up. Thanks, I, Mike. Uh, I appreciate that. Don't have a problem with it at all. I mean, that's his. That's the man's opinion. That's what we're here for. Um, you know, um, it just it, it, it the 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 whole deal is. If I'm right, I think every one of these crimes was committed by a white man. I'm talking about the school shootings. Most of them, yeah. I mean, a bit ironic, isn't it? No. If I mean, you think about it, uh, the history yeah, is I mean, repeating itself. History shows yeah. exactly what is is so what is happening is what yeah. has been happening. And yeah. Right. When we're talking about a specific type of population, white men, a lot of the things that are in place are for white men. So when I continue to say inclusive, I mean the rest of us are working. The rest of us have been investing. Right. The rest of us are out here trying to make ends meet. Everything's going up. Everything is costing more. True. But right. you know what's not going up is my pay <coughs> and the next person's pay, right? So. Right. 
I just think it is really, really important to stop making the narrative all about one specific type of person and start making the narrative, the representation, the responsibility upon everybody. Right. And the diversity of America is is happening whether they want it to happen or not. And we're not just black and white anymore. We've got a lot of Asian folks. We have a number of Hispanic folks that are here. Many of them right down there in your district. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This used to be called a melting pot, and I would dare to say this is very much a plate with separate boxes now. You know, if you're not an American Indian, you're an immigrant here anyway, so, you know, forget it. You know, come on, man. Okay, we're going to take our last set of breaks with Ken Jackson. And we'll be back with Morgan Woodbury in a minute. Thank you all for your calls. We appreciate it. Ed Reimer with you right back after this. Stay with us. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com. FamilyLegal.com. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's PIofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's complete yard care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it. They can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 352 West North Hill Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And we are back with Morgan Woodbury. Thank you all for the calls tonight. I really appreciate it. And Morgan does as well. Um, 
So we've touched on a little bit of everything. I'm gonna I'm gonna get your opinion on this. Okay. How do you feel about the Supreme Court decision coming down on abortion? Woo. Let's open up the can. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I have really strong feelings. Uh, I'm just gonna be frank. I'm a believer. I believe in God. So of course I have sure. some specific feelings for myself. But one thing that I do feel is is pretty much taking us back years to take away a woman's choice. Yeah, um, right. And the other part of that that I have an issue with is, you know, the main reason that that people want to take away abortion is because they say it's killing a baby, right? Okay. So let's talk about it. We talked about the gun violence, but we also didn't talk about how we teach our policemen to shoot to kill. That's exactly right. There, yeah. I mean we legalize killing in so many other ways and so i just don't think that it's justified to say oh well it's killing a baby again we have so many gun laws out here let's talk about the amount of babies that have been killed because we don't have stricter gun laws there are kids that have that are fully developed that are being killed at a much higher rate and then the other part of that is if you guys are going to limit the access to abortion, why aren't we setting aside a budget for statewide rape kits? The amount of rape right. kits that are not tested, mm-hmm. that are not looked at, is ridiculous. Cop culture is not taught to believe women. Cop culture is taught how many drinks did you have, did you invite them in, and victim blaming. Right. Yeah. So. I just don't see the balance. I don't see men being held responsible on their end. I don't see there being a higher rate or a, a higher incentive to hold people that rape or that force themselves upon people uh, held accountable. I don't see more. So if you guys are not going to do more to protect us right. as women, don't silence us. I understand. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. I don't. I don't, I'm going to tell you something, folks. I'll let you in on a little secret. I don't have a uterus, okay? <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> I cannot take care of my own. I've got an appointment with a doctor this week. I've got to get back. What were you laughing at? I mean, <laughs> Alexis over. She just, she's rolling now. Uh, I mean, it is, it is insane. Here's the thing. Now they're only not talking about just the abortion. They're talking about limiting your, your contraceptive situation. What about a vasectomy for a guy like me? All I'm saying is that going to be limited too? That it's not. Of course, it's not because men get to choose what they do. You know what I'm saying? So when we're talking about women, we have fought, and 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 I'm not being any kind of way, but behind every great man is a great woman. That's exactly right. And so, my wife is. Yes, sir. I so guarantee you. All I'm yeah. saying is, as a great woman, I'm not meant to be barefoot and pregnant. I'm right. not meant to be told when i conceive how i conceive right none of that so it and even if you take it back to sex work right right sex workers are discriminated against the amount that they are murdered and killed is definitely not highly publicized so when it comes to women and our bodies men cannot continue to try to decide how we use them how we glorify them and how we claim them I, I personally, for me, if I were to get pregnant right now, I know abortion would not be the choice for me. However, it is not my place, right, or judgment to take that choice from another woman. It is not. And for no. everyone that says, you know, we believe in God, 
let's talk about that because God does not force us to choose him. It is a choice. That's exactly right. You know, so, so I don't think that it is our right or place to take anyone else's choice when God hasn't taken our choice. Right. You know, there you have it, folks. Straight from the horse's mouth. That's what you're going to get. Yeah. Morgan Woodbury, I'm glad to, I, I am glad to meet you. I really <laughs> am. This is a breath of fresh air. Well, thank, thank you. you. I appreciate that. And, uh, um, for everyone out there, if you guys want to keep up with me, I'm on Facebook. I wanted to do that. Yeah, oh, tell okay. everybody where you're at, Apologies. please, because we're getting close to the end of time here. Yeah, uh, so you can add me. I'm on Facebook, Morgan Woodbury. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Woodbury 49th with a T-H. And I also have a website, uh, Woodbury 49th.com. And, guys, please, if you are in support if you are ready for a change please donate support come door knock with me and just learn a little more about me i want you guys to be informed voters even if you're not voting for me find out what's going on with your representative and make sure that it's aligned with you and your beliefs i appreciate you being here thank you again for doing this i'd like to have you now now let's get straight on the election for this lady she will be we have local elections going on this year as well those will be done our county commissioners for example those races will be voted on august 4th okay yours does not come up till traditional uh november 3rd right right? i think it is this year yeah my preliminary uh, is definitely august 4th so i will be on the ballot guys come out and show your support i want people to understand that i have a following and that i have people that are feeling the same way that I do. So though I know, I know a lot of people don't early vote, come to that first voting and show your support. Let's show that we're in this together. Um, I agree. And then, yeah. of course, my uh, primary voting is November 3rd. And, of course, you're running unopposed. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I yeah. don't have any. As far as Democrat and Democrat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, going to be a long four months for you. You got July, August, September, and October. It's not long when you're doing what you love. Well, July and August. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that sweat will roll out of you in July and August. Uh, good friend of mine, Stephen Reynolds, he's a thin guy, and he lost about 26 pounds. Well, listen, pass it along. <laughs> pass it along. I won't be out there in that. I'll be here. We'll, Jackson and I will be here at a nice air-conditioned <laughs> studio. But but we're behind you all the way. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. But that. you got to understand, we have to be behind all of them. Yeah. You know, we're behind. We have everybody. I want to have you back before your election, say a couple weeks before before November 3rd. Sure. And uh, we'll talk. Of course. And uh, we'll get you back in here. But you're going to be eating a lot of barbecue chicken and country <laughs> ham and <laughs> a lot of... <laughs> I might just become a carnivore. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> if you're getting in politics, that's one thing. Especially in the South, is everybody wants to feed you. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody wants to feed you. Your mama wants to feed you. Your neighbors want to feed you. Oh, you know, whether, whether they're voting for you or not, you know, we got to get together and eat. Yeah, you know, yeah. You just got to have a big feed. And I'm going to come eat. I'm going to come. Get oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. And uh, good food, too. Really appreciate you doing this. Appreciate uh, th- callers. Thank you all. And... Morgan is going to do a great job. She gets elected down there. And uh, get out and go vote, people. If you're not registered, go get registered and go vote, please. Okay? Jax, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and take this thing out of here. We're going to get off the air. Bill's going to get in here and do his thing. And uh, Morgan Woodbury has been our guest tonight. And we're glad she stopped by. And... uh, 
I'm going to tell you something. Until next Sunday, I'm mean, it's Ed Raymer for the Heavenly Raymer Show. Until next Sunday at 8 o'clock, I'll catch you down the road. Good night. You're a rat.